Act 4. These many, then, shall die. Their names are pricked. Your brother, too, must die. Consent, you Lepidus. I do consent. Prick him down, Antony. Upon condition, Publius shall not live, who is your sister's son, Antonia. He shall not live. Look, with a spot, I damn him. But Lepidus, go you to Caesar's house. Fetch the will hither, and we shall determine how to cut off some charge in legacies. What, shall I find you here? Or here, or at the capital. This is a slight, unmeritable man. Meet to be sent on errands. Is it fit, the threefold world divided, he should stand one of the three to share it? So you thought him, and took his voice who should be pricked to die, our black sentence and prescription. Octavius, I have seen more days than you. And though we lay these honors on this man, to ease ourselves of diverse slanderous loads, he shall but bear them as the asper's gold, to groan and sweat under the business, either led or driven as we point the way. And having brought our treasure where we will, then take we down his load and turn him off, like to the empty ass, to shake his ears and graze in commons. You may do your will, but he's a tried and valiant soldier. So is my horse, Octavius, and for that I do appoint him store of provender. It is a creature that I teach to fight, to wind, to stop, to run directly on his corporal motion governed by my spirit. And in some taste, is Lepidus but so. He must be taught and trained and bid go forth. A barren-spirited fellow, one that feeds on abjects, orts, and imitations which out of use and staled by other men, begin his fashion. Do not talk of him, but as a property. And now, Octavius, listen great things. Brutus and Cassius are levying powers. We must straight make head. Therefore, let our alliance be combined, our best friends made, our means stretched, and let us presently go sit in council. How covert matters may be best disclosed and open perils surest answered. Let us do so, for we are at the stake and bait about with many enemies, and some that smile have in their hearts, I fear, millions of mischiefs. Stand, ho! Give the word, ho, and stand. But now, Lucilia, is Cassius near? She is at hand, and Pindaria is come to do you salutation from her master. She greets me well. Your master, Pindaria, in her own change, or by ill officers, have given me some worthy cause to wish things done undone. But 
If she be at hand, I shall be satisfied. I do not doubt but that my noble master will appear such as she is, full of regard and honor. Thou hast described a hot friend cooling. Ever note, Lucilia, when love begins to sicken and decay, it uses an enforced ceremony. There are no tricks in plain and simple faith. But hollow men, like horses hot at hand, make gallant show and promise of their mettle. But when they should endure the bloody spur, they fall their crests, and, like deceitful jades, sink in the trial. Comes her army on? They mean this knight in Sardis to be quartered. The greater part, the horse in general, are come with Cassius. Hark, she is arrived. March gently on to meet her. Stand, ho! Stand, ho! Speak the word along. Stand! 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 Most noble brother, you have done me wrong. Judge me, you gods. Wrong I mine enemies. And if not so, how should I wrong my sister? Brutus, this sober form of yours hides wrongs. And when you do them... Cassius, be content. Speak your grief softly, I do know you well. Before the eyes of both our armies here, which should perceive nothing but love from us, let us not wrangle. Bid them move away. Then in my tent, Cassius, enlarge your griefs, and I will give you audience. Mm-hmm. Pindaria, bid our commanders lead their charges off a little from this ground. Lucilia, do you the like, and let no one come to our tent till we have done our conference. Let Lucius and Titania guard our door. That you have wronged me doth appear in this. You have condemned and noticed Lucius Pella for taking bribes here of the Sardians, wherein my letters, praying on his side because I knew the man, were slighted off. You wronged yourself to write in such a case. In such a time as this, it is not meet that every nice offense should bear his comment. Let me tell you, Cassius, you yourself are much condemned to have an itching palm to sell and march your offices for gold to undeservers. I, uh, an itching palm? You know that you are Brutus that speak this, or by the gods this speech were else your last. The name of Cassius honors this corruption, and chastisement doth therefore hide his head. Chastisement? Remember, March? The Ides of March, remember? Did not Greek Julius bleed for justice sake? What villain touched his body? That did stab, and not for justice. What, shall one of us that struck the foremost man of all the world, but for supporting robbers, shall we now contaminate our fingers with base bribes, and sell the mighty space of our large honors for so much trash as maybe grasped us? I had rather be a dog, and bay the moon, than such a Roman. Brutus, bay not me. I'll not endure it. You forget yourself to hedge me in. I am a soldier. I, older in practice, abler than yourself to make conditions. Go to. You are not Cassius. I am. And I say you are not. Urge me no more. I shall forget myself. Have mind upon your health. Tempt me no further. Away, slight one. Is... is possible? Hear me, for I will speak. Must I give way and room to your rash choler? Shall I be frightened when a madman stares? Oh, ye gods! Ye gods! Must I endure all this? All this? I more! Fret to your proud heart break. Go show your slaves how choleric you are, and make your bondmen tremble. Must I budge? 
Must I observe you? Must I stand and crouch under your testy humor? By the gods, you shall digest the venom of your spleen, though it do split you. For, from this day forth, I'll use you for my mirth. Yeah, for my laughter. When you are waspish. Is it come to this? You say you are a better soldier? Let it appear so. Make your vaunting true, and it shall please me well. For mine own part, I shall be glad to learn of noble men. You wrong me every way. You wrong me, Brutus. I said an elder soldier, not a better. Did I say better? If you did, I care not. When Caesar lived, he durst not thus have moved me. Peace, peace. You durst not so have tempted him. I durst not. <laughs> no. What? Durst not tempt him? For your life you durst not. Do not presume too much upon my love. I may do that I shall be sorry for. You have done that you should be sorry for. There is no terror, Cassius, in your threats, for I am armed so strong in honesty that they pass by me as the idle wind which I respect not. I did send to you for certain sums of gold, which you denied me, for I can raise no money by vile means. By heaven, I'd rather coin my heart and drop my blood for drachmas than to wring from the hard hands of peasants their vile trash by any indirection. I did send you for golds to pay my legion, but you denied me. Is that done like Cassius? Should I have answered Gaia Cassius so? When Marcus Brutus grows so covetous to lock such rascal counters from his friends, be ready, gods, with all your thunderbolts. Dash him to pieces! I, I denied you not. You did. I did not. He was but a fool that brought my answer back. <sighs> Brutus hath rived my heart. A friend should bear his friend's infirmities, but Brutus makes mine greater than they are. I do not, till you practice them on me. You, you love me not. I do not like your faults. A friendly eye could never see such faults. A flatterers would not, though they do appear as huge as high Olympus. Come, Antony and young Octavius, come revenge yourselves alone on Cassius, for Cassius is a weary of the world, hated by one he loves, braved by his brother, checked like a bondman, all his faults observed, set in a notebook, learned, and conned by rote to cast into my teeth. Oh, I could... Weep my spirit from mine eyes. There is my dagger, and here my naked breast. Within, a heart dearer than Plutus mine, richer than gold. If that thou beest a Roman, take it forth. I that denied thee gold will give my heart. Strike as thou didst at Caesar, for I know when thou didst hate him worst, thou lovest him better than ever thou loved Cassius. <sighs> Sheath your dagger. Be angry when you will, it shall have scope. Do what you will, this honor shall be humor. O Cassius, you are yoked with a lamb that carries anger as the flint bears fire, who, much enforced, shows a hasty spark and straight is cold again. Hath Cassius lived to be but mirth and laughter to his Brutus, when grief and blood ill-tempered vexeth him? When I spoke that, I was ill-tempered too. Do you confess so much? Give me your hand. And my heart, too. Oh, Brutus. What's the matter? Have not you love enough to bear with me when that rash humor which my mother gave me makes me forgetful? 
Yes, Cassius, and from henceforth, when you are over-earnest with your Brutus. They'll think your mother chides and leave you so. Let me go in to see the generals. There is some crutch between them. Tis not meet they be alone. You shall not come to them. Nothing but death shall stay me. How now? What's the matter? For shame, you generals. What do you mean? Love and be friends, as two such men should be. For I have seen more years, I'm sure, than ye. <laughs> How vilely doth this cynic rhyme. Can't you hensurah? Saucy fellow hints. Bear with her, Brutus, tis her fashion. I'll know her humor when she knows her time. What should wars do with these jiggling fools? Companion hints. Away, away, be gone. Lucilia and Titania, bid the commanders prepare to lodge their companies tonight. And come yourselves and bring Masala with you immediately to us. Lucius, a bowl of wine. I did not think you could have been so angry. Cassius, I am sick of many griefs. Of your philosophy, you make no use if you give place to accidental evils. No man bears sorrow better. Portia is dead. Huh? Portia? She is dead. <sighs> How escaped I killing when I crossed you so? Oh, oh, insupportable and touching loss. Upon what sickness? Patient of my absence and grief that young Octavius with Antonia have made themselves so strong. But with her death, that tidings came. With this, she fell distract and... Her attendance absent. Swallowed fire. Swallowed fire. And died so? Even so. Oh, ye immortal gods. Speak no more of her. Give me a bowl of wine. In this, I burial in kindness, Cassius. Ah. <sighs> My heart is thirsty for that noble pledge. Fill, Lucius, till the wine o'er swell the cup. I cannot drink too much of Brutus' love. Come in, Titania. Welcome, good Masala. Now sit we close about this taper here and call in question our necessities. Portia, art thou gone? No more, I pray you. Masala, I have here received letters that young Octavius and Antonia come down upon us with a mighty power, bending their expedition toward Philippi. I self have letters of the selfsame tenor. With what addition? That by prescription and bills of outlawry, Octavius, Antony, and Lepidus have put to death a hundred senators. Therein our letters do not well agree. Mine speak of seventy senators that died by their prescriptions, Cicero being one. Cicero one? Cicero is dead, and by that order of prescription. Have you your letters from your wife, my lord? No, Miss Alla. Nor nothing in your letters writ of her? Nothing, Masala. That, methinks, is strange. Well, I ask you, hear you aught of her and yours? Uh, uh, no, my, my lord. Now, as you are a Roman, tell me true. <sighs> then, like a Roman, bear the truth I tell. For certain she is dead, and by strange manner. Why, farewell, Portia. It must die, Masala. With meditating that she must die once, I have the patience to endure it now. Even so, great men, great losses should endure. I have as much of this in art as you, but 
yet my nature could not bear it so. Well, to our work alive. What do you think of marching to Philippi presently? I do not think it good. Your reason? This it is, tis better that the enemy seek us. So shall he waste his means, weary his soldiers, doing himself offense, whilst we, lying still, are full of rest, defense, and nimbleness. Good reasons must, of force, give place to better. The people twixt Philippi and this ground do stand but in a forced affection, for they have grudged us contribution. The enemy, marching along by them, by them shall make a fuller number up. Come unrefreshed, new added, and encouraged. For which advantage shall we cut him off, if at Philippi we do face him there, these people at our back? Hear me, good brother. Under your pardon. You must note beside that we have tried the utmost of our friends. Our legions are brimful, our cause is ripe, the enemy increaseth every day. We, at the height, are ready to decline. There is a tide in the affairs of men, which, taken at the flood, leads on to fortune. Omitted, all the voyages of their life is bowed in shallows and miseries. On such a full sea are we now afloat, and we must take the current when it serves or lose our ventures. Then, with your will, go on. will along ourselves, and meet them at Philippi. The deep of night is crept upon our talk, and nature must obey necessity, which we will nagard with a little rest. There is no more to say? No more. Good night. Early tomorrow will we rise and hence. Lucius! My gown. Farewell, good Masala. Good night, Titania. Noble, noble Cassius. Good night and good repose. Oh, my dear brother. This was an ill beginning of the night. Never come such division between our souls. Let it not, Brutus. Everything is well. Good night, my lord. Good night, good sister. Good, good night, night, Lord Brutus. Brutus. Farewell, everyone. Give me the gown. Where is thy instrument? Here. In, in the tent. What? Thou speakest drowsily. Poor knave, I blame thee not. Thou art overwatched. Call Claudia and some other of my men. I'll have them sleep on my cushions in my tent. Varro and Claudia! Calls, my lord? I pray you, sirs, lie in my tent and sleep. It may be I shall raise you by and by on business to my sister Cassius. So please you, we will stand and watch your pleasure. I will not have it so. Lie down, good sirs. It may be I shall otherwise bethink me. <laughs> Look, Lucius. Here's the book I sought for. I was sure your lordship did not give it me. <laughs> Bear with me, good boy. I am much forgetful. Canst thou hold up thy heavy eyes a while and touch thy instrument a strain or two? Aye, my lord, and it please you. It does, my boy. I trouble thee too much, but thou art willing. It is my duty, sir. I should not urge thy duty past thy might. I know young bloods look for time of rest. I have slept, my lord, already. It was well done, and thou shalt sleep again. I will not hold thee long. If I do live, I will be good to thee. <sighs> this is a sleepy tune.
Arr. O murderous slumber, layest thou thy leaden mace upon my boy that plays thee music? Gentle knave, good night. I will not do thee so much wrong to wake thee. If thou dost not, that breakest thy instrument. I'll take it from thee. And good boy, good night. Let me see, let me see. Is not the leaf turned down where I left reading? Here it is, I think. How ill this taper burns. Ah, who comes here? I think it is the weakness of mine eyes that shapes this monstrous apparition. It comes upon me. Art thou anything? Art thou some god, some angel, or some devil that makest my blood cold and my hair to stare? Speak to me what thou art. Thy evil spirit, Brutus. Why comest thou? To tell thee thou shalt see me at Philippi. Well, then I shall see thee again? Aye, at Philippi. Why, I will see thee at Philippi then. Now I have taken heart, thou vanished. Ill spirit, I would hold more talk with thee. Boy Lucius, Varro, Claudia, sirs, awake. Claudia. Huh. Uh, 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 the strings, my lord, are false. He thinks he is still at his instrument. Lucius, awake. My lord? Didst thou dream, Lucius, that thou so criest out? My lord, I do not know that I did cry. Yes, that thou didst. Didst thou see anything? Nothing, my lord. Sleep again, Lucius. Sir Claudia, fell thou awake. My lord? My lord? Why did you so cry out, sirs, in your sleep? Did we, my, my lord? Aye. Saw you anything? No, my lord, I saw nothing. Nor I, my lord. Go and commend me to my sister Cassius. Bid her set on her powers be times before, and we will follow. It, it shall, shall be, be done, done, my lord. lord. The Pendant Shakespeare, also known as The Wild Bill Variety Show. Julius Caesar, Act 4. Featuring the voice talents of Colin Kelly as Brutus, Marty Bringle as Cassius, Will Shipley as Lucius, Dave Morgan as Masala, Anna Rodriguez as Anthony, Phil Dawson as Octavius, Rochelle Hager as Lucilia, Aidan Rudd as Varro, Jason R. Wallace as The Ghost, Anna Jankondel as the poet, Aidan Rudd as Lepidus, Kristen Mass as Claudia, Mindy Rast Keenan as the first soldier, Kristen Mass as the second soldier, Hannah Jankondel as the third soldier, Olivia Steele as Tintinia, 
and Sarah Jane Clifton as Pindaria. Written by William Shakespeare. Adapted for audio by Colin Kelly. Directed by Landon Bell. Music by Zero Project of zero-project.gr. Additional music by the United States Army Band Pershing's Own and Landon Bell of soundcloud.com slash Landon Bell, L-A-N-D-O-N-B-E-A-L-L. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2015, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. Come, Anthony, away. Defiance, traitors, hurl we in your teeth. If you dare fight today, come to the field. If not, when you have stomachs. Next time on The Pendant Shakespeare. Ride, ride, Masala, ride. And give these bills unto the legions on the other side. Fly farther off, my lady, fly farther off. Antonia's in your tents, my lord, fly. Therefore, noble Cassius, fly far off. Yet, countrymen, oh, yet hold up your heads. Caesar, thou, thou art revenged, even with the sword that killed thee. In your bad strokes, Brutus, you give good words. Witness the hole you made in Caesar's heart, crying, Long live, hail Caesar! The Battle of Philippi heats up when the fifth and final act of Julius Caesar premieres on April 15th, 2015. O Julius Caesar, thou art mighty yet. Thy spirit walks abroad and turns our swords into our own proper entrails. Only at PendantAudio.com